Well, Tennessee took care of South Alabama. Final score 62-14 here on a chilly Saturday night at Neyland Stadium. Austin Price, Ben McKee, I am Mary Kane. And guys, this is exactly what we thought was going to happen. Tennessee came out, took advantage of an inferior opponent, and put a lot of points on the scoreboard. Yeah, two, two storylines leaving this game for me. A, Tennessee took care of business, as you just mentioned, Eric, and... <laughs> That is quite different, <laughs> different than uh, the, the the teams in years of past, and and just to see them come out and, and have the necessary focus was was big for me. And then just them being bowl eligible is the main storyline for me, given the the opponent, the fact that this team is bowl eligible after the off season that it had is just absolutely huge. Yeah, I mean Tennessee doing what they're supposed to do, beating teams, you know, the way they were supposed to beat them. You know, going out and and you know taking care of business against what you know is an, an inferior opponent. Uh, you know that's not always been the case in recent years. So that, to me, that's the biggest storyline. Is you know one game to go against an inferior opponent. If Tennessee wins that one next week the way they're supposed to, Tennessee will have taken care of business against the teams they're supposed to beat. Um, you know, since Hendon Hooker became the starting quarterback. Yeah, there's a lot of players that stood out. Of course, whenever you win a game by Whenever you score touchdowns on your first seven possessions and you win a game by, you know, 40, you know 49 plus or whatever the case was, 45 plus. Uh, Bayless Jones, the guy that did it both on special teams and as a receiver. Six receptions, 103 yards, a 96 yard kick return for a touchdown, had a 33 yard punt return that uh, if he could break in, uh, through another guy, might have found six there. Bayless Jones had an outstanding ball game. Because he's an outstanding football player. And Jim Nagy, the director of the Senior Bowl, took took notice of the the Mobile native balling out against the team from Mobile and I think he's really earned himself some money down the stretch this season uh, he's an elite playmaker and I, I think his his skill set really translates to the NFL and, and it was on full display tonight and uh, just you know based off the interactions on Twitter with uh, Jim Nagy of the senior bowl it looks like he may even get a uh, a chance to go down and play in the, the stadium of South Alabama, which would be huge for him. He, he's been awesome, and, and he deserves a chance at the next level, and he's going to get that. Yeah, Hendon Hooker, seven, 17 of 20, another guy that stood out two touchdowns, 273, very efficient. Again, it is South Alabama, but a nice bounce-back uh, day. Yeah, I mean, efficiency. You know, I mean, Tennessee scores on their first seven offensive possessions of the football game. They do it really easily like I mean they were it's not like they were like you know picking up a bunch of third downs and extending drives I mean it was almost borderline routes on air at times or, or handing it off and you know you know look like handoffs in pregame <laughs> where the defense doesn't really tackle I mean you know kudos to them and you know th these kids are just having fun man I mean like they 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 sit around in a hotel room all day for a South Alabama game at 730 and 45 degree weather and they found a way just to come out and take care of business. I, I think it's to be commended because, you know, I'm not sure a lot of the fans wanted to be here. I think none of the media wanted to be here. <laughs> not for a game like this at 7:30. I wouldn't. Play, still don't want to be here. I wouldn't want to play this game at 7:30 in in September, October, much less November against this type of opponent. Like it just it's one of those kind of ugh, you know, type of moments. And uh, you know they 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 had a good time tonight. They played well and. Uh, you know, providing they take care of business again next week, then I think, you know, bowl-wise, you're looking at potentially Tampa, you know, uh, if Kentucky were to lose to Louisville next week because there's that rule where, you know, if a team's two games better than you, you can't jump them. 
Um, you know, so if, it, if you're a Tennessee fan, you want to go to Tampa, you better chip a little hard next week. Um, and then outside of that, I think it's a small percentage Charlotte or Memphis, but majority percentage it's going to be Nashville. Yeah, so obviously a lot to play for, finishing off the right way next week against Vanderbilt. Before we officially close the book on this game, though, uh, I do want to talk defense real quick. Ben, I know it's South Alabama. I understand that, uh, again, it's it's – David against Goliath in a lot of these areas, but Tennessee dominated line of scrimmage. It was good to see because the last two games, and you and I talked about this on GameQuest against Kentucky and against Georgia, two really good offensive lines. Tennessee combined for six TFLs. I don't have the number in front of me, but Tennessee had uh, several, several TFLs, uh, almost had that number in the first quarter, and it looked like they had a nice bounce back effort. Matthew Butler, Roman Harrison had a strong game, Tyler Barron had a sack, uh, a lot to be involved there. Yeah, Karat Garland had a tackle for a loss on three straight plays, and the third one was a safety. So Tennessee lived in the backfield, and that's what should have happened. Tennessee should have lived in the backfield, and uh, South Alabama had its receiver, Jalen Tolbert, go off and talk about Valus being an NFL guy. I think Tolbert's going to have a chance to play at the next level as well. He is, is really good and probably should be playing somewhere other than South Alabama. But aside from him getting loose a couple of times, Tennessee's defense played well. And just the theme of the night for me was just the fact that they handled business and that they didn't allow the the opponent that they were playing and that there wasn't a huge crowd on hand tonight to, to kind of bring down the energy. They were focused from the jump, and it showed in their play both on defense, offense, special teams, very, very few self-inflicted wounds. And in a game like this, that's what you want to see, in my opinion. Yeah, I think Tennessee did a great job of just taking advantage of what was given to them. I thought that they obviously were super efficient. A lot of things we've already talked about here today. I thought Tennessee ran the football well. Nobody went over 100 yards, but again, it's not like you had to pound and pound to pound. You had Jalen Wright, which I think was a a big positive guy tonight. 83. Uh, yards, a touchdown. I thought Lenith Whitehead showed some signs. He did get hogged down. We like to make jokes about that, but he found the end zone. And Jabari Small, another solid day, 73 yards. I mean, you had uh, overall, you know, Tennessee ran for what, uh, over two bills. I want to say they ran for, yeah, 250 yards. It's a solid day against, again, an inferior opponent. Last thing before we close up shop here on the mini pod. Austin, another recruiting day. Joshua Joseph did not make it here today, but for the second week in a row, Justin Williams did. Yeah, you know, Justin Williams is trending in the right direction. Everybody on the you know, on the GQ wants to know, is it imminent? When's it going to happen? I don't think it's happening until the first signing day. Like, I think it'll be middle of December. You know, I, he'll come here and officially visit December 11th. Um, but, I mean, everything's super positive, and, and Tennessee's by far and away the leader. Um, Joshua Josephs did not make it in. His high school team lost a 10-point lead with two minutes to go last night. It was just, you know – I think it just really hit him hard. High school career is over. I mean, you're sitting there with two minutes to go. You're up 10. You're thinking, next week we're playing this team. I'm going to the Tennessee game tomorrow, blah, blah, blah. All of a sudden he looks up, career's over. I, I think it was a big shock to him, shock to a lot of those kids on that high school team. And uh, so he did not make it up for that reason. But everything's fine there. Tennessee continues to trend well. Um, you know, you've seen all the predictions coming in for him. Uh, love those. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, hey, Tennessee continues to be in a really good spot for Joshua Josephs, which is a big thing for uh, the Tennessee defense as they try to, you know, find playmakers down the end of the stretch. I think if they, I think the defensive staff feels like if they can add Josephs and then land James Pierce, um, you know, that's two guys that can get to the quarterback and, 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 you know, really have nice frames on them that when they get in the college weight room, they're gonna, really going to blossom. Um, kind of like a Daryl Taylor did when he got here. And so, you know, Tennessee is, 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 again, trending in the right direction with certain kids. 
All right, so we'll have plenty more recapping what this 60-14 uh, to 14 victory was, Tennessee over South Alabama. We'll talk about the recruits that made, up, made it up on campus. We will have a sit-down with Justin Williams. We'll have something on him tomorrow. Plenty more that is at VolQuest, plus uh, tons of uh, basketball coverage as Tennessee will be back at it against North Carolina uh, tomorrow. For Ben McKee and Austin Price, I'm Eric Kane as Tennessee defeats South Alabama 60-14. to 14.